Hey, Mr. Fox. Ms. Fox, I don't want to assume. Far be it for me to misgender a fox. What you doing out here? Hey, there's your buddy. Why are you guys coming so close to the house? Wow, I really want to feed you guys, but I know it's a bad idea. You're not supposed to think humans are a good thing. Still, I got a Wawa egg sandwich. You like sizzling? You like scrambled eggs? A little bit? There you go. Who's a pretty, pretty fox fox? What's this, pray tell? What hath our human supplicant brought us by way of offering? Is it a juicy roast lamb? Nay, tis a mere hunk of scrambled egg. Fie, fie on thee, rude biped. Yeah, I know, it's egg. No big deal. It's not a nice juicy steak. You want something hot and juicy to sink your fangs into, huh? Ah, tom, tom, tom. All right, tell you what. I'm gonna go inside now, and you two, keep keep the local mouse population down, all right? If this is a telemarketer, please put us on your do not call it. Hi, Mom. Yeah, I'm here. Yep, just got to the house. You know, you can always call my cell. I know the signal's bad in the valley, but you can always leave a message. You know I'll call you back. Of course you don't like it. You've only been there a few days, Mom. Nobody said they had to stay in the nursing facility forever. Just, just till you're feeling stronger. I know. Listen... This is really important. Can I just tell you something? I picked up your mail. Yes, I will definitely bring it to you, but there, here's one really important thing. The cable company sent a letter. That's right, Mom. You do have cable there. You have your movies. But remember, we had them turn off the cable here at the house. Just until you get better, Mom. We don't want to be paying for cable at the house if you're not using it, right? I know. It's so expensive. But listen... We have to return the old cable boxes, and it says here that you have seven of them? Of course. Of course not. But we have to return the equipment, otherwise they're going to charge us $500 for each box. No, Mom, you're right. No, I don't have that kind of money either. So, listen, while I'm cleaning up around here, I need to find the cable boxes and return them. I'm just sorting, Mom. I promised you, Mom, I won't throw anything away. All I'm doing is, well, clearing some pathways, you know? Well, some of these piles, I, I want to make sure nothing falls. Mom, I have to make sure that you can exit the house easily in case there's a fire. And the bathrooms, yes, especially. Okay, so not sure where all the cable boxes could be. I'll find them. I'm just going to sort through a few things. I promise. But I do have to find these cable boxes, and it's... Mom? Hey, Mom, it's 5 o'clock, isn't it? Isn't Eyewitness News on? You're right, he does look like Sidney Poitier. I know, I like him too. 
and I don't want you to miss him, Mom. Yep, best news anchor since Jim Gardner. Uh, okay, I'll call you later. I love you, Mom. Mom, I love you. What am I gonna do with all this stuff? Ow, for crying out loud. kitchen stuff here. Let's put um, office supplies here. I guess Mardi Gras beads are jewelry, so let's put them here. Postcards. Huh. I guess I can put it with mail or family pictures. Do I have a box for that? What the hell? Okay. This is a fork. It goes with kitchen stuff. This is a a University of Wisconsin Badgers onesie. Why does she have this? Right, gonna need a pile for clothing donations anyway. This is a paperclip. Office supplies. Vanilla scented candle. Okay. Ceramic ballerina. Why? Okay. Let's make a pile for allegedly decorative stuff, which is good because this is a... Oh, God. Jeez, what the hell? Oh. Yo, Lee, I'm sorry. Yeah, just give me a second, okay? I'll be right there. Oh, did I surprise you? Yeah, actually, <laughs> you did surprise Sorry. me. Hi, Lee, how are you? Yeah, oh, well, you know, I've just been so busy with the new semester, and <laughs> I'm sure you can guess how much undergraduates hate to prepare for midterms. <laughs> mm, I'll bet. See, I should think since I teach at an Ivy League university, the students might actually enjoy studying, but no. No, 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 they're just as irascible as kids at any state school. Well, who would have guessed? <laughs> so yes, luckily, today is my work-from-home day, and uh, since I made full professor last spring, now I only have to teach two days a week, so... Yeah, get more time to work on my new book for Columbia University Press. That's exciting. Yeah. Could you... Oh, did something fall? <laughs> I'm just going to shut this. <clears throat> anyway, I was up next door looking out my study window at the nice green valley here. <laughs> ah, I guess it's starting to turn gold, isn't it? And I saw the kitchen light on and your car in the driveway, and I said to myself, Lee... As you do. You've been writing about the societal pressures, historic factors, and chemical complexity of bad diets, citing academic resources, but providing an accessible text that even the, the layman can appreciate all day long. You deserve a little break, and... Since I knew it was you, I thought I'd come down and see how things were going. That's very kind of you, thanks. I, mean, I knew it had to be you. <laughs> Nobody else has a, a car like that. Well, I like to think of it as a collector's <laughs> item. 
thought you were so funny. But seriously, if, um, well, if I'd seen any other car here, I, I wouldn't have come down. Oh, which reminds me, I wanted to tell you, there was a truck in the driveway yesterday. Did you know yeah. that? A truck? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, a grey pickup. Pulled up alongside the house. This fella got out, probably a mm, Caucasian male, about six foot with a plaid fennel work jacket and a cap. He loaded up some firewood from your pile, walked around a bit, looked in the windows and left. Yes, I, I took a photo, but unfortunately I couldn't get a clear image of the licence plate. Sorry. Unbelievable. Yeah. People are so awful, right? If he needed the firewood so badly, he could have asked. What kind of person does that? Someone who's cold, apparently. Chris, he stole your firewood. Yeah. Took just enough so I wouldn't notice and call the cops. Look, it's not the firewood that bothers me. It's the trespassing. I must have been desperate. You are so nice. That's what they tell me. (laughs) No, I mean it. You're a really, really nice guy. I do my best. How long have you been taking care of your mum? That's Mm. been a while. I don't don't like to think about it. Mm. It's just been your, your whole life. No, not necessarily. Yes, I'm so sorry to hear about your mum. Thank you. Mm. I'm sorry about it, too. She's in a nursing facility. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fall was... um, It was a real wake-up call, so to speak. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was. Yeah, she's not happy, but the way I got her to agree to it is that when she feels stronger, when she's made some progress, when she's okay living independently again... She can come back. Yeah. yeah do, do you think that's that's really going to happen? Or? I'd really like to think that my mom could get well enough to take care of herself again. Do you? I'd really like to think that. <sighs> well, do you want this picture of the guy in the truck? Or? No. Gives me the creeps. <laughs> well, are you sure? What if he comes back? I don't think he's... I mean, my husband said we should call the cops, and I, well, I said, by the time they get here... We... There's some moldy firewood? Well, you think it's moldy? Well, it's not worth calling the cops over. When you live in the woods, trees fall. Mm. Yeah, but that was a good pickup truck, too. I mean, he didn't seem destitute or anything. Really. We should probably exchange phone numbers anyway. Mm. Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, if you see something going on down here, you can just call me. Mm-hmm. Of course. Let me just get my phone. Um... Great. So, how has the um, the cleanup been going? Oh, it's fun. It's like a treasure hunt. <laughs> really? <laughs> how fun. Where's my phone? Oh, do you want me to call it? See, this sucks because... Oh, how long have I been here? What, five minutes? Mom and I are both, well, uh, bitten by the same bug, I guess. What do you mean? We both um, get distracted easily. Every single day is like a hidden object puzzle game. Oh, oh, those games, they, oh, they just steal your attention, don't they? Well, not if you have a system. I don't play the paid versions, just the free one. After a few minutes, the ads annoy me so much, I delete the game. But those hidden object games, those are like, well... You can see here, it enhances your skill at finding a needle in a haystack. See? Here's my phone. Mm. Here. Here's my number. Text me. Yeah. 
yeah I mean I'm just so busy I mean I, I have a PhD in nutrition and anthropology and yeah you mentioned all that. those internet time wasters seem to be targeted at people who are you know yeah I have to use all those internet time wasters so I know how they work that's a waste isn't it well not if you write clickbait you write clickbait <laughs> really I create text-based video and audio content which engages, retains, and rewards users for continuing to provide a steady stream of personal data to internet platforms. Sounds positively evil. Well, so is capitalism, but what else are you going to do with a degree in poetry? I, I didn't know you were... Uh, uh, you never asked. Mm. Not everybody toots their own horn. You know, I've never really seen much of the inside of your mum's house. How, how long did she... How, how long has she lived here? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I'm bad at math. Um, mm. We moved here when I was 10. The house was basically a shell. My parents got it for a song. and Oh, was that when the Vandenberg estate was first? Yeah, the estate got subdivided. My parents got in on the auction. They had no idea that the bidders yeah. on the big house and the so barn were developers. Mm. It was pretty sneaky. They stripped all the old fixtures, the wood, the glass, everything. Sold the parts, knocked down the foundations, built the condominiums. God, they probably got their investment back a hundred times over. But the developers, uh, they didn't bid on the parsonage. Hmm? How'd you know that's what they called it? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe your mother mentioned it. Well, this house was just called that. It was never really a parsonage. Uh, yes, I thought... That... The developers didn't want to bid on these two houses because they're too close to the creek. Too expensive to keep dry, the soil was too rocky, the trees weren't rare enough to be valuable for lumber. The houses went cheap. That's not true. The Vandenberg family was never a big deal. They had a fancy-sounding name, but the dad changed his middle name to Biddle so people would think he was old Philadelphia royalty. They just knew how to make people think they were a big deal. Donating to charities, marrying their cousins, weird white Anglo-Saxon Protestant stuff like that. When they decided to subdivide the estate for auction, they named the properties things that they thought would sell. Nobody would want a house called the Servants' Quarters, so instead they called it the Carriage House because it was close to the old road. Mr. Pappas bought your house, and he and his daughters restored it to its late federal, early Georgian glory. Yeah. I mean, when we bought it, the Pappas sisters had very strong opinions about the roof, for example. Well, if you'd ever seen Eliana Pappas swing a hammer, you'd know why. So why did they call this house the Parsonage? Well, you know how foxes have that white collar and bib in their fur? They were trying to make people think of how a colonial parson wore that white ruff and jabot, since there were so oh, many of them. Those foxes. Yeah, they're cute, right? Cute! All these animals, are, they're just so... Destructive. They are? Mm. Yes, when my husband and I moved out to the country, Suburbs. it was the logical culmination of all our research and study to live deliberately, yes, to grow our own vegetables, raise our own chickens. I mean, I have a PhD in nutrition and anthropology, so... Yep. Yeah. But it's been so challenging. Well, yeah. Do you know, I got out of my car last night to find that one of those... Foxes had, you know, in my driveway. Mm. It left its uh, left its excrement. Really? Mm, yes. And how do you know it was fox excrement? Because I saw it. 
Uh, it has that smell, that musk. And I, I looked down the hill and I could see it. Yeah, there it was, just staring at me. It was as if it had drawn a line along the edge of the property and it was just daring me to come closer. Its eyes were just, just glowing, you know, very sinister. Is that because of your headlights or were you shining a flashlight in its eyes? I mean, it is, these animals are just, ugh. The deer attack our garden and eat the vegetables. <laughs> we built a, a deer-proof fence, but, oh no, they find a way. A rabbits, the same thing. I know, you've seen that huge groundhog, right? Oh, Admiral Montgomery Scott? You, you named him. <laughs> How could you not name him with a walk like that? Oh, I'm sorry, I have to have a sense Chris. of humor or I'll go crazy sometimes. You know, your mum's lucky to have you to help her. That's very kind. No, I mean it. I mean, I had to clean out my parents' house too. So. It is a trying life stage mm. for many adults. Well, for me, of course, it was... Uh, it was really hard because, you know, my, my father was dead. So I had to talk with a lawyer and I had to call the auction company and I had to sort through the staff and uh, it was just, well, you know. Yeah, I know. Tiring. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be, you know. I mean, a lot of realtors these days have a deal with clean-up companies so they can come in, clean the house out and... Just get rid of it and stage everything and sell the house before you have time to even think about it. Yep, I've heard about this. Yeah, I mean, it can be such a relief. Yep. I mean, look at this. All these dishes she has. I mean, who would ever need these many plates? <laughs> Somebody who has a big family and lots of friends. What is this thing, anyway? A record turntable. Yes, I know that, but... <laughs> Why does your mother still have it? <laughs> For listening to vinyl record albums. Uh, this music is weird. <laughs> Why are you listening to it? I don't know. I like it. I just put a bunch of records on and let it go. Mm. You know, you really could just have an auction house come through and take care of all of this for you, Chris. Just... My mom wants to be able to make some choices about what we keep and what we mm, don't. Still, I mean, you, you could make this so much easier if you, know, you just... It's starting to get dark outside, and that's a long trot uphill for you, and and I have to find these well, cable boxes. okay, well, don't let me keep you, but if you need any help... Hmm? I'll, I'll raise a white flag. Oh, it's such a shame, because, you know, a year ago I told your mother that friends of mine wanted to buy the house. Hmm. What did she say? Well, I don't think she understood what I meant, you know. My mom's deficits are physical, not mental... She said, you just want to build your own little empire here, don't you? Huh. Uh, uh, it's just such a, a crazy thing to say, isn't it? Is it? Mm. Well, I mean, look around. <laughs> Who has seven cable boxes? <laughs> this house was a shell when my parents bought it. We spent years fixing it up. My dad was repairing the gutters when he died of a heart attack. I think my mom's allowed to express strong feelings about her home. Anyhow, I'd better get going. At least one of us here has a deadline. <laughs> Please, don't let me keep you. This is such a gorgeous house. This must be hard for you.
You've no idea. I mean, it's a real shame, really. Our friends wanted to buy it, but, well, they went ahead and bought another house. So. Well, there's no reason they should wait around to buy a house that's not for well, sale. Still, I mean, they, they have a family, you know. This Lee, I'm standing in a corner right now, and a minute ago I wasn't, and that makes me very uncomfortable. Now, what's really going on here? You know what? All right. It is uh, getting a little late, so... Sorry, I'm just very tired. You have my number, so... Uh... Yeah, and you have mine. I need a drink of water. Mm. Oh, of course, yes, so... Because you know, I've had plans for this house, too. But, because uh, it's so much maintenance. Yeah, it's 230 years old. I've gotten really good at replastering walls. Mm. But... It would be just a shame if the condominium community wanted to, to creep over this way, wouldn't it? They won't. Ugh, those foxes. They're real enthusiastic when they want to be. Oh, now, that reminds me, at the risk of being repetitive... There's no risk of that. <laughs> you know, these bloody animals, they're destructive and they're dangerous, aren't they? I mean, deer, deer can cause accidents out on the old turnpike road. And the rabbits, the groundhog, if they're running across the road at night, they can, you know, cause accidents. And, oh, these foxes. They, ultimately, these bastards all carry ticks and lice and fleas, rabies and other diseases. I mean, they're just, they're just not good, are they, Chris? So I think we're going to have to start culling the herd now if you expect this house to sell any time within the next two years. We. Oui. Now, I have a humane trap you can borrow, but that only does so much good. What I'd recommend is to have my husband set up a deer stand near one of the trees closer to the creek. A what? A deer stand? Yes, that way, when they go to get a drink, he and his friends can just, you know, take them out. I don't like guns. (laughs) What do you think we are? Rednecks? (laughs) Oh, my husband is a crossbow hunter. Yes, yes he has a, a PhD in anthropology. Him too? Jeez, uh, <laughs> they're giving out those PhDs in anthropology to everybody. Mm. <laughs> oh, very funny. Thank you. You're doing it again. What? Can I get to my sink, please? Oh. <clears throat> You're blocking me and I'm pretty thirsty. So, I mean, we could set up a deer stand at the edge of our property, but if he kills an animal on your property legally, he'd have to, you know, ask you before he could field dress it and collect it, so... You know, really, he should be having a chat with the animal. All right. I'm going to go. But, um, Chris, I need you to take this very seriously. If we don't cull the herd and harvest these animals within the next year, who knows how much they're bloody population could increase. I mean, I've been wanting to raise chickens for our home, and your foxes are preventing that. Lee, what did they call you when you were, say, 12 years old? What do you mean? Well, I mean, age 12 is a pretty formative year. Most people never forget that middle school stuff. Now you got it all. A beautiful house in the remains of an allegedly glamorous estate. A great career at an Ivy League university. A husband who loves you so much he'd kill for you. Small animals with few defenses, true, but with a crossbow, no less. You've um, you've been working so hard, you you must be tired. (laughs) Um, 
I'm going to go. And you've got a PhD in nutrition and anthropology. That must have required a lot of memorization. So, what did they call you? What are you talking about? Was it chubby? Or stupid? Or dummy? You have to mention every five minutes that you know more than everyone else about nutrition. And anthropology, too. It's like you're saying, you think you know why you eat, but I really know why you eat. I have something for you. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, this is a list of auction companies in the area. The first two are are very good. They're excellent. Uh, the third one, oh, I don't know much about. Oh, also, two junk calling Look services at you. for the... Uh, You've been working really, really hard, haven't you? Hmm? What a good little researcher you are. How many hours have you spent looking down at our house, making lists and getting phone numbers, planning to get us out of here so you can get your Ivy League friends in here, bypass realtors and attorneys, get someone else to make it just the way you like it so you can live out your little Downton Abbey fantasies? Well, I'm going to leave now. (laughs) So... You know, you can cut the act. Oh, this is absolutely not an act. I'm merely asking questions. It's the Socratic method. Mm. What did they call you when you were 12? Chubbo? Dummy? A combination? Or were you the bully? Were you that mean little girl who had to take away everyone else's space in the sandbox? My husband's going to be home. He'll be wondering where I am. Sure. Go home. It's not a long walk, just rocky. Watch your step. Besides, I'll be here for a while. I've got a lot of work to do. How does this door open? It's the deadbolt. You have to turn the handle. Are you not good at figuring things out? Could you open this door, please? Absolutely. The lock is old. There's a trick Never get out of here unless you know the trick. Wow, it is pretty dark all of a sudden. Good night, Chris. I tell your mother I, I stopped by, don't you? Be careful getting home. Lock the door. Lock the door. <sighs> Call Jack. Home. Come on, darling, pick up. Come on, it's your lovely wife. Damn it, the fucking groundhog digging a bloody burrow in. Oh! Ow! Oh! Oh god, my knee! Call Jack! Mobile for crying out loud! Flashlight, turn on, turn on the flashlight. God, an apron buck. Jack might be so pissed. Oh, oh, oh. 
Hi, Mom. Good morning. Hey, guess what? I found them. The gable boxes. <laughs> all seven of them. I was here all night. Listen, just think of it this way, okay? It's just one more unnecessary thing out of our lives. I know, I feel good. Yep, I'll pack them up, and they're going right back where they came from. Mom, listen, <laughs> things have a way of working themselves out. We just both have to get stronger, okay? Just get stronger and let nature take its course. Yeah, I was up all night. <laughs> you should see how beautiful it is outside. It's a little foggy, but hey, you know what? <laughs> the foxes are playing up on the hillside. It looks like they've caught something. Personage was produced for 11th Hour Audio by 6630 Productions. Chris is portrayed by Owen McEwen. Lee is portrayed by Sarah Golding. Written and directed by Lindsay Harris Friel. Music and sound design by Vincent Friel. Right now at Kohl's, shop Black Friday deals that are too great to wait. And save big with an extra 20% off. Find gifts for everyone on your list. Plus, get a little more for your wallet with Kohl's Cash. Plus, fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday deals and save on the season's must-have gifts. Right now at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles, select deals, valid November 8th through 10th. 20% off are valid November 6th through 10th with promo code SHOPPING. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.